0: Woohoo! We are here. Hello, hello. It is episode six, I believe, of Two in the Solo Booth. But we have such a yummy surprise. We are not two in the Solo Booth. We are three in the Solo Booth. Three,
1: three in the Solo Booth. Not <laughs> yeah. One, three, three. Okay.
0: Good. We have with us Sarah Jane Sherman, and I'm going to read her bio Great. so all of our listeners, including my dog Bruno, who's our biggest listener. Yes, he's
1: our mascot.
0: Is yeah, he's impressed by all of your achievement sarah is an emmy nominated animation casting director voice director and animation coach sarah has recently worked on projects with warner brothers animation disney channel disney television animation stupid buddy studios and the shorts department at cartoon network before that she was john stewart's head of casting for his animated project with hbo however the majority of her casting career was at disney television animation where she spent 12 years learning how to cast an animated series she was the executive director of casting and talent relations before leaving at the beginning of 2017. she has worked on such hit shows as big hero 6 the series Tangled Ever After, Milo Murphy's Law, Phineas and Ferb, Gravity Falls, and Star vs. the Forces of Evil. Her credits also include Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, Yin Yang Yo, Fish Hooks, Club Penguin, Wander Over Yonder, Super Robot Monkey Team Hyperforce Go, and many, many pilots.
1: That is a lot. An
0: underachiever, if i have ever heard of one. It's <laughs>
1: yeah. like, lame. Jesus. Who wrote that? Lame. Yeah. <laughs> well, <let me> <laughs> on that. We're reading the bio and you're
2: just kind of looking up at the ceiling. Meow,
1: meow, meow, meow. More and more. Yes, yes.
0: Do you feel uncomfortable yet?
2: No, but uh, just for everyone listening, it is a very close space and we are three. <laughs> In the solo booth, yeah, just to be clear. clear. So
0: just no, <laughs> no mouth breathers in here, please. We
2: are touching <laughs> knees, literally. We are. Okay? All right. Indeed.
0: Great. All right. So wow. we normally just kind of talk about what happened with our uh, day before we start... Yeah. Really getting into our yummy topic. So tell me about your day. Well, Eric. how about the
1: weekend, right? Because we just came off a nice little Definitely. holiday, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Eric spent a lot of time hanging out with friends.
0: Eric's talking in third person? Yeah,
1: he is. That's but he's exciting. here. So just hanging <laughs> out with friends, barbecues, a uh, pool party. I uh, haven't been to one of those in a long time. That was fun.
0: Nice. Um,
1: a lot of booze. It good. Did you get drunk? Uh, not drunk, but a little tipsy. Ooh, yeah, but it's okay. But always, always in control, completely. Always
2: in control. In control. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, Sarah, what'd you do? Um, well, we were, we had big plans to go to a pool party as well, but then Friday night my daughter got sick, mm. and so I had these visions of like my daughter ruining everybody's Labor Day, just like getting sick in the pool yeah. somehow, oh. and like them having to shut it down and yeah. all <laughs> Labor Day canceled yes. yeah. and everything. So I was like, I'm oh, just gonna stay home. So uh, <laughs> we hung out at home and uh, did nice, calm indoor activities with the air conditioning on.
0: That's Love. nice. <laughs> you know, when you talked about your daughter and potentially getting sick in the pool, I was recently at a hotel. And you know those signs at public hotels, uh, I mean, at public pools and hotels where they're like, if you have explosive diarrhea, do not come in this pool. Uh, This sign was like as big as the side of the hotel. Yeah. Like, wow, is is everybody having an
2: explosive diarrhea attack Mm -hmm. at this place? But I feel like it also gets very, like, more and more dire as it's going on. So it's like if you've had it, if you've had, you know, if you had it last 24 hours, if you had it last 40 hours, if you've ever had it in your entire life, <laughs> you never have, enter the pool. Ever. You know, ever. You are not Just welcome. Just go home.
0: <laughs> yeah, go home and put a diaper on, for God's sakes. <laughs>
2: but yeah, that's what I was worried about. <laughs> Great.
0: <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> now we're getting to the real nitty gritty of it. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. Well, I, um, yeah. I actually taught. Two top classes back to back, and those classes sold out because everybody wanted to flatball change their labor day away. It was pretty nice. awesome. I was actually on the
2: brink of attending your ten AM class. <gasps> wait, what? do you tap, tap it What? I mean, yeah. Ah, <laughs> ex- Come on. But <laughs> Is this <laughs> but, a new thing or is this like a no, This thing. like a you know childhood a But I was about to do it. I even asked classes. Candy Milo. I was like, wait, where are these classes? And I was like, little bit of a because my daughter was sick. But, okay. um, for like five seconds, I was of a like you, and then you're like, well, class is sold out, and I was like, missed it.
0: Now that I know, now <laughs> you're in trouble. And also my Broadway Movers class. We talked about that when I yeah. first met you. You have to yeah. Candy was in my last class. I'm teaching on Friday mornings now. So okay. uh, just so as you know.
1: I'm I'm the underachiever in the mix here. Apparently that is <laughs> Do you is not sort of, have a
0: pair of tap shoes? I do
1: not. I, I think tap dancing just seems almost impossible. Like I can't get the, the ankle, heel, toe thing to work properly. Just, <laughs> have I you have ever enough, tried? I've tried like in my own, you know, way, it just doesn't seem to work very well. Maybe it's the <laughs> shoes, I guess. I don't well, know.
0: Maybe. Or maybe you Damn. just need to like go take a class from oh. somebody who can show you.
1: This is true. So, so I could be I, the next I cat Challenge probably. you. Yeah, sure. Okay. Why not? All right. All
0: right, good. Are we ready for some topics?
1: Yeah, people? let's do it. Mm-hmm. All right, good.
0: So some of these are random, some of these are voiceover related. So let's start nice and easy. We'll we'll start with the voiceover one. All right. Uh, Mia Passarella asks, voiceover reels. What are the pros and cons of self-producing?
2: Well, unfortunately, a bad demo is worse than no demo.
0: Right. <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I believe that. Yeah.
2: You know, so um, I'd have to ask uh, Mia's skill level in producing a demo. You know, um, if it is like, oh, I just got a couple of clips and I uh, kind of pasted them together with tape, um, yep. then, you know, maybe that's not the way to go. But it's, you know, you're you have professional equipment, you have some engineering backgrounds, you're able to do it, add your own music and make it sound professional. Great. Um, but just be careful because if it, you know, it is going to be put up next to the, next to the best of the best. Right. So you don't want to sound like, you know your kid put it together for you
0: and it's already such a competitive space that i i don't feel like there's room for anything other than something stellar especially when you're first Mm -hmm. introducing yourself into the business right yeah agreed um i have a lot of people chat with me about this actually as well because i paid to have my demo reel produced and i i really considered it a a great investment and it's not inexpensive at all. When people ask me how much I spend and I say, they're like, oh my God. But at the same time, I'm like, well, let's look at what I got for for that investment in my career. And also, to me, at this point in my life, time is money. Time is currency, right? So Mm -hmm. the time that I would have to put into learning... I mean, I actually do edit and I've been hired to edit professionally, but I would never assume that I would have any sort of mastery at this very specific skill set so to take the time to actually gain mastery I feel like I would have lost money on the other side does that make sense yeah and it's
2: also great to have someone um you know who's uh, uh you know objectionable kind of thing I mean that can what, what what is the word I'm saying that can like uh stand outside and it's not you and what, yeah. what is the word I'm searching for objective, objective. objective. thank yeah. you yeah. I'm like and what is the to word, to What's that yeah. word? Yeah. um objective yeah. <laughs> sorry long day um <laughs> You know, that can be an objective virus, but of, oh, I hated that. No, it's great. Or, oh, that was the best take I ever took. Eh, let's do it again. Yeah. Those kinds of things that can hear you. Um, let's get, make sure we have great vocal separation between our characters. Can you hear that? Or is it great to have a producer in there making sure, great, actually, I think we can separate these characters a little more. Or while you think these characters are world apart, let's separate them on your reel so that they, you know, sound uh, even more different. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And what's Absolutely. the most important component
1: then of the demo for you when you're listening? I mean, is it like um, having 18 different voices you can go in and out of? Is it just understanding, I don't know, the humor or the drama within the, the copy? Or what things stand out to you?
2: Well, do? a lot of times casting directors aren't the ones that are relying on the demo rails. Mm-hmm. It's the agents or the people um Who maybe aren't collecting auditions like me personally I don't care if you can do 20 voices I just want you to do the one that I'm currently casting right right so um, but if I happen to have a second voice uh, in the episode I might take a quick listen to your demo reel to see if you okay yeah you have good separation you can do other characters Mm -hmm. excellent just for my knowledge of your range Um, but a lot of times agents might be using these to decide if they want to take you on for representation Um, or sometimes uh, it's great to have it on your website and things like that to sell yourself Um. So, yeah, I mean, so what am I listening for? I guess mine is uh good acting and vocal separation. It's hard to tell comedy in, like, a three-second beat kind of yeah. thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, when demo reels go on for five minutes and something like that. like that's, What
0: do you that's, think the uh, perfect length of a demo reel is? 90 is seconds. One? 90 seconds, seconds. yeah. Okay, somewhere great. around there, I think. And do you think it's important to have a separate animation and video game reel, or, or can you combine those two
2: Well, I think if reels? any could be combined, it would be those two. Yeah. But, you know, if you're pursuing both actively, then Mm -hmm. maybe separate them. You know, they are different kinds of styles, depending. I mean, because the idea is supposed to be, right, of a demo reel, that it's the collection of all the work that you've done. I mean, that's what you're posing. That's what you're putting out there. So it's these are the collection of all the animated series that I've done Mm -hmm. and all the clips. Here are all the video games, and they're going to have different feels to them. But as you're just getting started, starting out... um, To your point, they are expensive to make, so if you need to combine Combine. them just to show a character reel, I'd be fine with that, too.
0: Okay, good. And I know for me, I do on-camera work a lot, and the thing that's become really uh, of the time is to do clips. So you can present single clips uh, based on like a prototype or an archetypal character. Does that
2: exist in voiceover at this point? Sure. I mean, I guess if those are the characters that you do, I mean, I, when people are just starting out and they say, what characters do I put on there? Yeah. I say, well, great. Like just thinking about like, what is your villain character? What is your hero character? Just to get them started because they are just at a loss. I sound like a princess. I don't know what to do. It's like, okay, so let's, let's work with that. How can we get more characters out of that? So I start uh, throwing out these archetypes, um, to see, to help people find their range and to find the characters they can do. Um, but I think it's just what – you put on what your specialty is. Yeah. You know, it's like – I wouldn't say put on your villain if you stink at villains. Yeah, <laughs> You yep. know, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And just so everybody knows um, – and I don't know if you know this, Eric, no. but – sarah coached me for my demo reel so i was just getting back into the yeah. swing of things and mm-hmm. i really needed to hone in on what my archetypal characters were and where my voices uh kind of landed mm-hmm. um and she's a fabulous coach <laughs>
1: honestly i say this all the time when you for come in and you teach at the vo lab i say it all the time that people will get out of this out uh, of a session with you something very different than they expected right i think you're really good at just understanding and cutting to the chase and really just kind of like honestly separating you know, what's gonna work and what's not gonna work really effectively. So
2: yeah. Well, I mean it's tough because people come into these classes and sometimes you only have five minutes to work with them and yeah. it's they don't have time for you to be like, um, well hmm. <laughs> yeah. you know, you know, we yeah. gotta get this going and it's you know, time is money and so it's like, Okay, great, here are the things that I'm responding to right away, here are the things that I'm loving right away. Yes. Yeah. You know, just so you can kinda pinpoint it.
0: I love that. All right, you guys should we get to some random topics?
2: Sure. Oh, <laughs> oh goodness. Are you ready, ready for this? Here we go.
0: All right, that piano girl cat, what are your favorite airport and flying hacks? Okay, that piano girl cat is asking this because I just came back from Edinburgh and I had the flight from hell back. And um, I shared it on my Instagram stories because I'm really briefly going to tell you what happened and then you guys can share your favorite airport hacks Mm -hmm. if you have them. Um, So I went from Edinburgh to Philly, Philly to Vegas and Vegas to LA and it took me over 35 hours to get home and when I, yeah, brutal, and when I got to Vegas, I had not shut my eyes yet due to like a series of circumstances that happened, so I was like googly-eyed so I had um, I had googled best place to nap at McCarran Airport, which is the Vegas Airport, and there happens to be this like underground nap center at the Vegas Airport, and I was like okay, fine. So you have to go to baggage claim number 10, and then there's a secret elevator that takes you down to ground zero, and you walk down this labyrinth of hallways, and then there's a lady at a front desk. And she's like, hello. I'm like, "Ah, uh, hi, can I get a room? She's like, yes, and you have to sign up for two hours at a time, and they don't let you sign up for more than that, so I could only nap. I had six hours, but they would only let me nap for two hours at a time, so I went into this room, and it was like a concrete, I can't telling you a story, this like concrete bunker with um, a twin-size cot, very, very clean, but very like... What wow. is happening here? The and I'm world. on. And I am on the bottom floor of yeah. the McCarran Airport. In you have
2: Vegas. no like so- cell phone reception. No, like, it's like no dead. contact. It's yeah. Dead. Okay. Is it free? Is so, it free or is no? It, or is you
0: pay for it. it. Okay, got it, got it. So, um, and there's a whole situation down there. There's a giant gym. There's saunas and jacuzzis. There's um, showers. It's a whole world. There's a world in the basement of McCarran Airport. So I go into my bunker and I fall asleep for an hour and fifty minutes because. At the hour 50 mark, they an alarm goes off that sounds like it's the end of the world. And I literally had just went into REM after 30 hours of being, And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I thought it was the end of the world. So I pop up out of bed. I'm sweating, like, completely panicked in absolute darkness because there are no windows, obviously. And I open the door. And then I realized that was my alarm to get up. So I was like, okay, I still have more time. So I go to the front desk and I say, can I have more time? She says, yes. And I buy it. And then about 15 minutes into my second round... This like ooh ooh alarm different goes off and it was like the light system at McCarran Airport is being tested. This is only a test. Ooh, ooh ooh and it went off like five times and finally I was like, okay, I'm not gonna sleep. So I pull myself up and I get myself together and it's still totally dark in there because I hadn't shut the turn the light on yet. And then all of a sudden it was like ah, ah, new alarm, and it was like an alarm has been set off. We are in temporary lockdown. So now I'm in lockdown in a bunker in the basement of McCarran Airport, oh. <laughs> and they've they've literally. And I was like, "What is happening?" Yeah. <laughs> so that only lasted a little bit of time, but um,
1: wow. I, I did
0: I did not nap. Needless to say, that last let you out at some point they let me out but I was I was traumatized and I had to wait they didn't open up Starbucks until 3.30am so I still had like an hour and a half before that so then I did a photo series in McCarran Airport by all the slot machines because there's a whole world happening there so I did this really like dark photo series and put it on my Instagram (laughs) stories and I had on do you guys know those turtle neck pillows the ones where you lean Mm -hmm. this way I bought one of those which that's my hack that's truly my hack um because that helps me sleep. But, um, oh my God, I I was walking around with that thing and doing a photo shoot, and I was a disaster.
1: There it is.
0: That's my story, man. Wow,
1: that's a lot.
0: That was a lot, lot. I'm sorry. I think I just took up the whole um, episode. But please, people.
1: (laughs) Any airport hacks, Sarah?
2: Nothing like that. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to no, follow that weird. story. Um, no, but I mean, right now, because I, like I mentioned, I have a young daughter who's four, and I um, I learned very quickly that I have to set myself up for success when traveling. Mm -hmm. Um, There is no red eye. There is no, uh, you know, it's like my husband is tall. I got to get the comfort seats. It's like I got to take everyone into account. Plus, I had her car seat that we travel with. So having the room there so that people recline. So really... Um, traveling tends to be very expensive, but I just know that starting our vacation on a grumpy note where everybody is horrible, if we have, like, you know, five days, the first two days, people are still recovering, recovering. from the flight. Yeah. So I was like, set myself up for success to make it the best vacation possible. Yeah, you got to throw
0: money at that at that I mean, point. it does.
2: Yeah. I mean, I mean, I hate to say it, but that is the way...
0: And no, before for sure. when it was just
2: me, you know, I'd be flying. Oh, it's fine. I land at 3 a.m. Get a rental car, you know. Yeah. And then... Sometimes
0: <laughs> you wind up in the basement of an airport. <laughs>
2: yes, because yeah,
0: <laughs> uh, I was flying on miles. That's how that happened. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, never again.
1: Yeah. Eric. TSA pre check.
0: Yeah. I hack. am too. That is it.
1: Okay. So it's i paid it yeah, eighty bucks or whatever for five yeah. years, I think. Yeah. You zip through security, it is the only way to fly.
2: I TSA heard pre-check? that clear is now yes, I do TSA pre check. Yeah. But now a lot of people do TSA pre check. Yeah. So I feel like clear I heard is the new is the, new. Is the, new, is the new pre. Is the new pre-, ah. pre. Okay. No but idea. I haven't I haven't done it yet, so I can't I can't speak right. to it. But I heard that's the Okay, that's the way to go. I
0: do enjoy. I will say, uh, do you have global entry or just TSA I'm gonna global
1: entry is next, so okay. my my uh, TSA expires uh, next year. So oh, okay, yeah.
0: it's actually really nice. They say that you have to go in to get re-interviewed, but you don't. You uh, just have to go
1: through. Don't the share that whatever. publicly. Come on, come on. Nothing. Nothing. Right. I that didn't, didn't really say. happen. I just in the
2: Glendale any office any on too. brand, they specifically. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 Sell them there out. All right, next thing.
0: <laughs>
1: next. Do right. you have
0: any? Personal space in that solo booth right now? No. Yeah, zero. <laughs> no, we don't. Mia had a part two to that question, so I'm gonna ask it the voiceover thing. Um the pay to play voiceover audition sites, I don't know about those. Can you speak to that?
2: Sarah, do you know what that is? Yes, I do know what that is. Do you ever cast from that? I personally do not cast okay, from
1: so that. Okay, so that's the bigger... That's the, that's the greater question, honestly, yeah. because obviously you pay... I'm not familiar. You okay. pay a fee to these specific sites, and they guarantee a certain number of auditions to you... Oh,
0: I see. Okay, so
1: it's basically considered a pay-to-play. The issue that is that there are a lot of non-union gigs that are there, so yeah. for the union actor, it's a bit more challenging a lot I of times. I got it, okay. Um, there's a way to convert non-union projects to union, but there's a series yeah. of things you have to go through to make that a reality, and that's not something that's super well-known, I think, amongst the community from what I've been able to ascertain I when I did yeah. the
0: orientation here at um, the foundation they walked us through that and yeah. I thought it was really cool but something that it's not common knowledge Yeah,
1: for sure so
0: well I
2: mean I think people do it if they don't have an agent yeah, yeah. you know and they just want access to auditions you need yeah. the auditions yeah. to get the jobs, right yeah. and so if you don't have access to the auditions in any way shape or form this is people getting themselves that access um so you are paying but i have a hard time when people are paying to audition for my shows like i mean that that's that's stressful for me because essentially if you if i go through an agent um I actually cover your agent fee. That's something that people don't know as well. Um, I add an extra 10% on to the scale rate sure. for the shows that I work with um, so that you don't have... The agent fee does not come out of your pocket. Mm-hmm. So essentially, you are not paying for any of the auditions yeah. that um, like Disney, Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, all those places Got it. Um, have. Wow. That's
0: so interesting. Okay. I wasn't aware of those. Yeah. Great. All right. Holiday traditions. What are yours?
2: <laughs> that is from Madison Bellissimo. Um, we are, you know, we're pretty simple. We're uh, a mixed religion family, so yeah. we celebrate Hanukkah and Christmas. Mm-hmm. But since you mentioned Christmas, Christmas is pancakes in the morning for sure and mimosas. Oh, that's wow, <laughs> really Those good. two kind of things. Is it just the three of you? Yeah, like usually it's just the three of us. Okay. Um, sometimes we have uh, a relative coming in at some point and, and yeah. joining us. And then we are actually a noon dinner eater. For the holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas. I don't know if that's an East Coast thing or what that is, but it is a, a noon a thing. Yeah. eating, you know. And then that then you have leftovers at five or so, oh, something like that. Good. So it's like the two, whole meal has yeah. to be ready by yeah. noon.
0: So you've nice. had some quality rolling around time. Yeah. And then you get to round yeah. two. You take the nap. Yeah. Yes, oh, You know, and then like you go. Yeah, for yeah. Sure.
2: Mm. Where are you
0: from originally? Baltimore. Baltimore. And yeah. you have that a, well. did yeah. you Do you have family out here as well?
2: Um, I brought my mom out. Uh, she got sick a couple of years ago, so I brought her out here because I was Ooh. flying back and forth. She retired. When you live on the East Coast, you retire in Florida, yeah, That's what right, you do. Right. You know? Yeah,
0: right, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> So I brought her out from Florida just to yeah. be close because I wasn't able to kind of keep yeah. flying back out. Yeah. And I was her only child, so I um, brought her out here. And so now she uh, lives in Burbank, California. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. How does she like SoCal?
1: Is she happy out here in Southern California? Well,
2: she uh, had more access to the beach there you know just because yeah. like there, I mean, just i mean i don't know what that is but yeah. she just would like you know just drive up and sit and you know hang out there and have just you know free parking and you just would go out and eat lunch yeah. there yeah. kind of thing um <laughs> we're here just more of an ordeal to get to the yeah. beach oh, if you don't live, <laughs> sure. live yeah, there the so a, now she's situation. in burbank it was like she and she doesn't drive so it was like such yeah you know oh, yeah. an ordeal to I'm get her there all. um so she misses that and uh but otherwise, yeah, she likes being out here. She likes seeing my daughter. She likes going to the random uh, swim lesson and the you know gym class, which she yeah. wouldn't do on the you know unless it was like around a special occasion while yeah, she's visiting. That. So
1: my yeah. favorite bowling alley is in Burbank. Pickwick Lanes. Oh, yeah. That's super old school. I dig yeah. Pickwick. Yeah, Yeah,
2: I do too. I like
0: that Mexican joint across the way too. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah, that like trashy Mexican. Viva Fresh.
2: Yeah.
1: Yes. They party. They do yeah, not play. Good. I no, was there a couple great. nights ago. Yeah, it's no <laughs> oh, really? joke. Really? Yes, I was. And they
2: have the horses that come out back <laughs> oh, too. Oh, yeah.
0: I, I love that whole situation. It's so weird and wonderful. Yeah. Was that, wasn't there some iconic movie that was shot there too?
2: At, at Viva Fresh or at no, Pickwick? No, at
0: uh, Pickwick. Uh, was it Grease too?
2: Re- Wait, oh. are you telling me Grease 2 was yeah. filmed at Pickwick? I, what I feel like I feel like I it that. was.
0: Yeah, my Adrian's boyfriend a is med? obsessed with Grease
2: 2. Grease 2 is like oh, one of my Oh, that's it. you're just finding out Grease 2 is my favorite movie. Oh. I think we
1: should remix and extend. <laughs> we should extend. <laughs> we need Okay, we're going right. back. We're, we're pushing on. We're a snooze. A little bit. We're gonna hit yeah. snooze. We're snoozing because <laughs> things are just starting to get
0: good. Exactly. we're just starting to talk about oh. Greece too. I mean, can't end it on that note. Okay, what? Adrian
1: Zamed, um yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer, oh, uh, Maxwell Caulfield.
2: Um, oh yes. yeah.
0: Um, not Lorna Luft, but the other. Yeah, Lorna Luft, isn't She's it? In there too? Yes. Oh yeah. She's like, I'll be your girl. Christopher McDonald.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. So now, are you two fans of that? Oh that, yeah. Really? Yeah.
0: Hardcore. Okay, <laughs> so
1: that's kind of like me and my love for Xanadu. I don't know what it is. but <laughs> I love that's, a she, yeah, that's a good one. That's oh, a good one. Oh, these are
0: like good guilty pleasures. <laughs> totally. I Gosh.
2: love that. The
1: whole soundtrack. I to
2: cool <laughs> Rider. That's a good one to act out. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer recently put that on her Instagram. I she put it. that, yeah. Uh, yes, I pulled I it, like, the picture yep, of her yeah. up on the ladder. Yeah, 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 I mean, that's a great one, too, because like, we, I mean, we have ladders at home, right? So, I mean, yeah. that would be the the one that I would practice. Can you
0: reenact that situation? Yeah.
2: And we had pink Huffies bikes, so we could all be the pink ladies, you wow. know, oh we have like, our bikes Can and I stuff, come too. Over? Can Can we do that? Is yeah. is that weird? And, well, also, when we were younger, which I don't think they do now, is those fake cigarettes. Yes. Yep. You know, the candy Not cigarettes. Yeah. The candy cigarettes. Now I would never, ever let my daughter. Yeah, we, we talked about them. the weird candies, right? We, we talked, did. yeah.
0: The wax. We did a whole episode, and we got into the whole like weird wax lip and wax fangs yeah, and all that stuff. <laughs> the liquid inside is just oh, like oh, uh, just bursts into yeah. yeah. It's just like poison and yeah. wonderful all at yeah. the same time. Yeah. yeah, that's good.
1: Lovely
0: holiday tradition.
1: Ah, uh, gosh, that is a good one. Oh, you know what? So for the longest time, when my daughter was much younger, daughter, uh, yes. I have. You didn't know this? No. I have a child. I have <laughs> See? a daughter. We're like, we I'm a papa. Know. I'm a father. So I have a daughter. And um, our tradition was to go either on Christmas <laughs> Eve or Christmas Day to Swingers in Santa Monica and mm. have like a meal there. That was a yeah. big thing. Um, but now I just found out my daughter texted me the other day that Swingers in Santa Monica is closing. Oh. They're going out of business. So that tradition is now broken. Oh, that's, that's okay. Sad. Yeah. That that's was sad. a big thing. Yeah. Well
2: I guess well you can find the next one depending on how did that one originate. Yes. Ooh. Well there's
1: one on I think it's on is it Third Street Beverly? I think it's Beverly Boulevard. Yeah, that was the original. So that one is still there.
2: But how did that how did that how did that what was the origin of that?
1: Of oh, the whole process?
2: Of why you started going there. Yeah, yeah
1: because actually um, Okay, we're getting into it, aren't we? Um, So her mom and I were not not together. We co-parented, right? So I'd have her some Christmases and some Christmas Eves. So I just thought it'd be good to establish some type of tradition because I remember back as a kid watching Eight is Enough, and they had this Christmas (laughs) tradition where they'd wake up, they'd put on the new jammies, and they'd go downstairs, and they'd have orange juice as a family. I thought, well, something like that would be kind of cool. So Adam Rich and Company, Willie Ames, what's up? Um, So I decided... Um, Swingers is open on both Christmas Day and Christmas Eve, so whenever I had her, we could actually play that out. Either one would be, out. Yeah. would be open. so it made total sense. Plus, they had really good vegan chilaquilas. So <laughs> oh, that, that sounds good. Yes. Yeah, that does sound good. Yeah, see? Okay, great. Right.
0: Great. Let's do one more. One more and we're out. All, All right. right? Good. <laughs> oh, Stamps GK. oh here this we is go. We're ending on a serious note, you guys.
2: Are you ready to deep breath? <sighs> yeah, we started with diarrhea in the pool. <laughs> And now we are ending with... And now we're
0: going to end with fighting the stigma of having anxiety and also being successful. Mm. I feel like almost every successful person I know experiences anxiety on some level. I feel like that's become almost the norm in society.
1: There it is. Well, I'm super unsuccessful, so I have no anxiety. That's
2: That's your ticket to success.
1: Yeah, but Sarah, do you want to feel that one?
2: Well, I mean... Everyone feels like a fraud. Everyone has the yeah. imposter syndrome, yeah. and I think that can kind of stem from anxiety. I mean, I'm very fortunate that Eric invites me to come and do these classes, and I walk in, I'm like, why do they want to hear anything I have to say, right. right? I mean, it's that yeah. idea. Yeah. Um I think everybody has that. You know, there's the nerves, especially actors auditioning all the time, having to go in, putting yourself on the line every day. Um, As a freelancer, I do a lot of interviews for projects and stuff because I don't just work with one studio. So I'm in that same boat where I go in and I'm doing interviews, you know twice a month type thing, not as many as actors are doing, but every time you're putting yourself out yeah. there and yeah. it's, you're facing that rejection, I mean, yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I they're probably not specifically talking about this, but to tie it all in, yeah. to bring it back.
0: No, <laughs> yeah. no, I think that that's exactly right. And I also, um, for me, a, a big comfort was kind of starting to read all of Brene Brown's stuff and the work on um, shame and being authentic and you know, when when you're opening yourself up to rejection, it really is like your heart is on the line. And it can be very shaming when you're rejected. You take yeah. it on yourself. And it really, so many times, I mean, I, you know more than any, anybody else, but I spend so much time behind the table as a director and a choreographer as well. So often it's not about the actor, the mm-hmm. singer, yeah. the dancer, the performer. It's about putting the pieces of this giant puzzle together, right? And I get actor amnesia when I'm on the other side and I don't book the gig. I immediately make it about myself. It's really interesting, but um, you know, just having having done it now for such a long time, I'm able to separate it and just kind of maintain calm. But I think I think it's really it's common because our whole hearts are in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you care. Yeah, I care. We yeah. care. We're we caring do. people. We
1: do.
0: Sarah, I think oh, we're I'm there. Out.
1: So there it we is. We just
0: had our six, first successful three in the solo booth people, and we still have enough oxygen to survive in so here. It's not so
1: bad now, Rarely. right? I think the,
0: yeah, do you think we could do four been... next time? Do you it's know that uh, a... on. Is it James? No, Jimmy Fallon. You know how he stuffs people into the telephone yes. booth? We mm-hmm. just start like, hanging people down from the ceiling. we well, just start
1: doing musical numbers. So That'd be kind of fun. Ooh, choreography. Just... Yeah. I love there that. you go. Know. Oh, wow. Sure. These are new ideas. It's All good right. Stuff. We're out. We're done.
0: Thank you guys so much. Thank you for having me. Bye. See ya. Fact check.
1: Three minutes.
0: How amazing was Sarah Jane Sherman? She was
1: awesome, but Sarah is always a favorite of the VO Lab.
0: All right. Speaking of the VO Lab, Mm -hmm. people, we talked about it in the interview with Sarah, but I have to let you people know because everybody asks me all the time.
1: What do they ask, Wendy?
0: They say, what is this VO Lab that you speak of?
1: <laughs> it's a mystery. <laughs> it
0: is, But it's not, no. it's really not. So I'm gonna give you people the hard details and you're gonna go and find it and sign up and get thee to an orientation. Go to sagaftra.foundation and then go to Facilities. And then there is a drop down menu button, and you will see the DLFVO lab. Hit that bad boy, and then you're going to see all of the information you could possibly hope for. There's an online application. You fill that out. It moves super fast. Then you attend one orientation, which is actually very cool and informative, and then you are off to the races, friends. Do not miss this opportunity. Get thee to the lab. Boom.
1: That is on point. Very nicely done.
0: <laughs> I feel passionately about it. I
1: love it. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah. Also, we want to talk about how to get in touch with Sarah, right? Because yeah. we didn't give enough info in real time on true. that.
1: And Sarah deserves as much info and attention as we can give her. So her website is SarahJaneSherman.com. I repeat, SarahJaneSherman.com.
0: That's with no H.
1: That's true. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there it is. S-A-R-A. R-A. Yeah. Sherman. And, <laughs> yeah. Or and Jane Sherman. She, yes. And she has a ton of great information um, about the VO world. Uh, she's a coach, and she is a casting, you know, swing Swingali. Swingali. So That's uh, a good word, right? Ooh, it's great. So um so she'll get a lot of good information there, and uh, please visit her website. Uh, you can take private coaching lessons with her. Um, she can coach you on auditions. She does a lot of things that are going to be helpful to Indeed. the actor. Yeah.
0: And the other thing that I wanted to mention was we talked quite a bit about either self-producing or Mm. getting your reel produced. And I'm a huge advocate, as is she, and you should listen to her, not me, uh, regarding – what was that?
1: You're smart about this too. You know. You're I
0: think stuck. it's important, yeah. um, and so I got mine produced at an incredible studio that I want to share with you guys. It's Voice Tracks West. It's located in Studio City. Um, they were kind of when I was pricing things out. They were not the least expensive but they were not the most expensive. They're reasonable for what it is, and they also offer workshops and classes. Find them, www.voicetrackswest.com. They are truly fantastic, supportive, smart, and they turn that product around. You will not be sorry. Ah, boom. Later, guys.
1: See ya.